Good morning, it's me and your host of the Full Confidence Head Podcast, where we go on a journey together tackling the fears of life from family relationships to finance, from career to community. And this morning, you guys, we're going to tackle some time. Mm. I have a song in my head and okay, I don't think that song's coming through to you guys, but that's okay. But you guys, time. There is a time trap in this world, and I don't know if you felt it, but I certainly have. I'm not feeling like you have enough time to do the things you need to. For example, this is just a real situation this morning that I'm recording the podcast. Um, Time trap. I feel like I have a lot on my plate this morning, that I don't have enough time to get it done. And then as I've blocked aside time for a podcast, I had, and this happens, is uh, I had a guest um, not be able to show up last minute. And so you're like, wait a minute, I blocked out time. I'm ready. I could be doing other things with my time. So how do we fix this dilemma of time? And how do you feel better about your time of like, okay, I'm accepting what I'm doing with my time. I feel good about my time. I am good with my time. So today we're going to talk about that time trap. And we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to give the real stuff of how do you most effectively use your time? How do you feel fulfilled through your time? So get ready, get in, and let's go on to time, time tricks, and how to get out of this time trap. We're going to have a second for our sponsors because it's so important to have them here. They make this this whole podcast possible. So we'll take a second for our sponsors and then jump in with me to time. My favorite thing each week is just to listen to the stories of these incredible people on the podcast. They give me confidence in all areas of my life. The Full Confidence Ahead sponsor, Utah Money Moms, has boosted my financial confidence. I remember the first time I heard about them on YouTube, I just found this video about tracking your expenses they had done, and it was so simple and confidence building that I went to their website and started downloading as much material as I could. Make sure you head over to utahmoneymoms.com after this episode to sign up for their free webinars on all financial topics from the basics of budgeting to estate planning. Okay, folks, here we go. Let's do the time warp again. (laughs) Okay, you guys, life can be a time warp. Um, And a lot of times it's a time warp when you feel overwhelmed and stressed out that you just don't have enough time. It seems like you planned your day and you're like, yes, it's going to work. It's going to work. And then it's a time warp. And at the end of the day, you're like, Seriously, I only got to one thing on my to-do list. And I don't know if anyone's felt like that, but I feel like that is so frequent for me of like, uh, I worked so hard all day and time warp didn't even get what I wanted to done. And I feel like I didn't get anything done, even though that's not true. Like I did work on things, just, just the timing of what I had anticipated didn't work out. So how can we get out of this mindset? How can we be happy with our time? And I think this all starts off on the principle. It's a positive psychology principle. You've probably heard it before, but it's scarcity mentality versus abundance mentality or mindset. We can say mindset here. This is key with time. Um, we often think about our resources as either being smaller or bigger. Scarcity means like, I don't have enough. If you're saying that in your head, I don't have enough or I'm not able to with this resource, that's a scarcity mindset. An abundance mindset is I have plenty, I am able. And the two are wildly different and can help us actually calm ourselves down in certain situations and more effectively push through our days. 
So we've probably, I'm, I'm assuming you might've heard these terms of scarcity mindset and abundance mindset. And that's all great and all, but how do you do that, right? Like what is the real applicable way to get to an abundance mindset? Because with time, we want to start off all our days every single day with an abundance mindset thinking, okay, I am able, I have enough time, I am strong, I can do this. And that mindset will help us set us up for success. I believe success really starts from your thoughts, right? I think thoughts turn into actions and then actions turn into habits, right? So if you want to create healthy habits and if you want your habits to be more fulfilling to you, start with your brain, right? So how do we start with this abundant mindset? And I found something in my life that's really working that I wanted to share with you guys. And it's gratitude. I think gratitude is something that changes you into abundant mindset faster than any other technique that you can possibly do. Gratitude's really, really, really powerful to the point that a lot of people have been doing research on it. I just bought this really cool journal that you journal in the, well, I was gifted this journal. Let's be real. (laughs) Okay. I was gifted this really cool journal that in the morning you write down gratitude and at night you write down gratitude. And the whole first part of the journal is explaining the science behind gratitude and what it's doing to your brain and how you're setting yourself up for success and writing things down at night really helps you have a positive close to that day. And you guys, I've noticed it's powerful. It has changed how I feel in the morning, like turning off my alarm. I'm not so grumpy. I'm like, okay, gratitude. Here we go, right? Um, It is powerful. Now, there's a difference between gratitude and thankfulness that a lot of times we don't know. And I'm crediting this to my mom. She did a lot of research on this and shared it with me the other day. So thankfulness is an, what's the word I want to say? An attitude, a feeling. It's a feeling. You can be in a state of thankfulness, right? So a lot of times during Thanksgiving, I feel thankful. You just feel those positive feelings, those good vibes. It is this feeling. You can be feeling these things that like, wow, this is amazing. I have so much. I have people around me. I love that is thankful. Okay. That is being thankful. Gratitude is a little bit different. Gratitude's a verb to have gratitude. Gratitude is an action. So you're giving gratitude. Gratitude is the thing that we actually give. That's when you act on your thankful feelings saying like, thank you so much for this Thanksgiving pie or saying, writing a card out saying, I am so grateful that you helped me with this project. So gratitude takes a little bit more effort, but things that take effort are more rewarding, which is awesome. So gratitude is a little bit of a shift. So taking time in the morning to actually write down things that you're grateful for, or taking time to write down at the end of the day or writing a note to someone or verbally calling someone up and saying, hey, thank you so much for this, sending a text. So I think we've got the difference between that now. Thankfulness is that general feeling of, oh, wow, that feels so positive and good. Gratitude's the action. So to get into the abundance mindset, which is gonna help us with our time, we need to be grateful. And I actually think that's one of the best things in the morning to be grateful for the time that you do have. Because too often we're thinking, I don't have enough. But what if we change that conversation in our head and saying, I do have time today and I'm so grateful for it. And I do have time. I can do prioritize projects and do what I want to. I can create my day and that is a gift. No one's forcing you to do anything. Um, No one can take that time away from you. No one can force that time out of your hands. 
you have a gift of time that is uniquely yours, that you uniquely can be grateful for. So let's start this conversation about time on that footing of let's be grateful for our time. And I'm just letting you know, as I've done that in my life, whoa, things have changed so, so, so much. So let me tell you about a situation in my life that this this timing uh, became crucial. <laughs> um, learning about time, prioritizing it, feeling fulfilled in time, trying to change from scarcity mindset to abundance mindset. It was a maker or breaker for me. So when I was in college, this is going to sound a little crazy, but, um, and it was because my time was crazy. Um, when I was in college, I decided to both be studying music as well as academics. So that required me to go to two different universities at the same time. Um, and that's a little bit crazy taking on that much school workload, school load. It is, um, a lot. And yeah, I had to travel between two different universities, keep their assignments separate, keep their, um, their online turn-in system separate. So my time was very limited. And then trying to, not only was I in classroom hours for an extensive amount because I was attending the two universities, but then you had to squeeze in all of that, that homework time. And on top of that, I was studying music at the second university. So that's a lot of practice time. It, it should have been between one and four hours a day. So that's a lot to try to push all that into one week. And on top of that, I was working, um, and quite a lot of hours. So this is a three huge things that I was cramming into my schedule, a uh, real workload to different universities. Um, and there was times that I definitely just broke down and was like, I can't do this. This is a lot. Um, and then I figured out some things that really helped me through that time and not only pushed through and survived, but thrived through that time and loved that time. And it was starting with gratitude and this abundance mindset. And this became crucial and starting each day and being like, yes, I have enough and I'm grateful for what I have. That automatically changed my, my work and school load significantly. And in the middle of the day, sometimes I'd lose that abundant mindset. I'd go to scarcity and, and panic like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to have enough time to do my homework when I get home because I'm getting home so late after work, blah, 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 blah. And then I stopped. I breathed. I calmed down and said, okay, I'm so grateful that today I had time to do fill in the blank with something specific. Okay. So that's what I would start to do. And then I'd start to say, I have time and I'm so grateful for it. And that doesn't mean you have time to necessarily do all that you want, but the fact that you do have time, that is a blessing. That changed the game for me from being a total stress case and a mess case to confident, calm, and loving what I was doing. Um, so this is the first step to break out of the time trap, to break out of feeling like you don't have enough time to do what you want to do. And the second part that I realized is so important comes from Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. I think it's habit two, um, and it is put first things first. I highly recommend reading that book if you haven't. Super good book. It talks about life skills, but you can apply it on micro levels like to time or money management or building acquaintances. So good. Such a good book. Um, really good principles. So the second habit is called put first things first. And Stephen Covey uses this visual image that I'm going to talk you through on the podcast. So stick with me as I'm describing and close your eyes and imagine 
what I'm saying. So imagine this glass bowl, probably a fish bowl, okay? Imagine a fish bowl, and it is full about three-fourths with sand, just full of sand, okay? And I have a bucket of rocks next to it, and they're pretty big rocks, like rocks about the side of my hand, okay? And I start to put the rocks into this fish bowl in the remaining room, and I'm putting them in, I'm putting them in, and then I notice I have more rocks than I have space in the fishbowl. So as I'm trying to put them in, they're starting to overflow over the top, and that is representation of our time. Of So often we feel like our big rocks, the big rocks are spilling out. We're not having time to do the things we need. So I noticed that this isn't working, and I said, hmm, let's try doing this a second way. So I pulled out all the rocks. So pull out your rocks out of your imaginary fishbowl with me and dump out the sand into a second bucket. Now let's reorder this. So at this point, I have an empty fishbowl and I put my big rocks in first and the rocks fill just about three-fourths, just about where my sand filled before. It's almost full with rocks. And then I start dumping in my sand and I'm amazed that all the sand fits in with all the rocks and it's not going over the brim. It fits in nice and neatly. And it's because all the sand went through into the big rocks and filled in the cracks, went around all the cracks, and it filled in. That is such a powerful thing. So when we put first things first, or put the big rocks first in this visual example, then the sand can go around it and we can fit it. If you do it the opposite way, it doesn't work. So go and try this at home. You can totally pull out any bowl, um, a glass fish bowl is a great thing or something glass or even a mason jar, grab some rocks and some sand and try it. See how much you can get in when you do the sand and the rocks first. You can do dirt too. It doesn't have to be sand, something smaller, little tiny pebbles, and then flip it around. And it's amazing how much more you can get in when you put those big rocks first. So let's talk about big rocks in time. Okay. Big rocks are our priorities, the things that fulfill our needs and our greatest desires, okay? Needs and greatest desires. So a a big rock probably should be drinking water and eating food every day or getting sleep, right? Those things help us function. That is a need for ourselves. For um, some people, it's a need to, um, if you're like an extrovert and get energy from people, it's a need to connect with people. If you're an introvert, you probably need to have the need to set aside time to do a project by yourself. So we each have needs and wants, and needs are very big rocks, things that you need to do to function, okay? You need to go to work. I'm assuming that's probably a really big rock of, you have hours that you need to go work, and that's important. So those big rocks are super essential. But besides our needs, there's other big rocks that help us feel fulfilled. And that's taking down and prioritizing all of the activities that you have to do in your day. What do you feel excited about? What fills up your energy bucket? What do you feel excited about doing besides just your needs that you need to do in your day? Like, what do you love to do? For me, I love playing my harp. Like that is a big rock for me to get harp practice in. It's not only something that I continually need to do as a musician, but it fills me up. So I love doing that. Um, You guys, you'll laugh at this one. I'm like, I love my budget. I'm obsessed with it. I love checking on it. And sure, that's a need like once a month. But for me, it's a fulfillment more frequently. So that's one of my priorities. But every single day, what I found as the most successful thing is if you write out a list, 
Just take out a piece of paper, write out a list of all the activities or things you need to do. Then I order them one through how many activities I need to do of what's like truly important. And at the end of the list, the, the biggest numbers are things like, well, if I didn't get to that today, it's going to be okay. Right? So order down what you need to do. And then the things at the top of your list, probably the first five and sometimes the first 10, first five is realistic of getting done. The first 10, that's pretty ambitious. Those are your big rocks. You need to make sure that you get those in your day. So the best thing to do is in the morning, you wake up, you do some gratitude and then planning. I love planning. It helps so much. I am besties with my calendar. <laughs> but if you wake up in the morning and you write out a list of tasks, you number them. So you're figuring out your big rocks, circle your top five, then take the time to look at your calendar and actually write down times that you will do those top five things. So for example, for me, podcasting, that's in the morning. That's a rock for me. And because I work full time, sometimes my, my timing is very squished on when to do that. So I make a priority to do that very early in the morning and I block out time. <laughs> it's just like, this is my time. And I tell the rest of the house to be uh, no yelling or screaming or big loud noises in the mornings. This is podcast time. So I schedule that time out so it's untouchable. And then I go to my next priority of, okay, heart practice. That's right when I get home. That's untouchable time. Boom, put that chunk in. So I'm putting in the chunks of my top five rocks. And that should probably take um, anywhere from about two hours to five hours out of your day. You still have a lot of time in your day to use freely. But blocking in those priorities will help you, really help you maximize that time and help you have an understanding of, look, okay, I've planned for this. I'm good. And it helps your body relax of like, wow, I, instead of being stressed about what you have to do, you say, nope, I have a plan and I'm going to get it done. Now, a lot of times things don't go according to plan. Has <laughs> Raise your hand if that's ever been you. And I'm like, I'm raising up three hands. That's me every single day. My plans frequently change. For example, this morning, um, my guest couldn't show up for my podcast and I blocked out this time. So what do you do when your plan doesn't go um, right. So let me tell you about this situation of what do I do when a guest can't show up? Because sometimes that happens. Sometimes someone's sick or they have an emergency. Wi-Fi goes out. Things happen, right? So um, I've blocked out this time. This is my podcasting time. And I tell myself, this is my podcasting time. No one can touch it. And if it doesn't go according to plan, like a guest can't show up, how can I use this effectively still in that category of that priority? So my podcast is still my priority. So what else can I do? So sometimes I take that time and I edit a podcast. Sometimes I record a solo show. Um, anything I can do, or sometimes I work with my ads. Whatever you do, I, I keep it in that category. That blocked out time is in that category so I can walk away from that time feeling fulfilled like, yes, I worked on my podcast. So sometimes it's better to block out things that are project-driven instead of um instead of like a specific task driven. And I mean a project as in if you were putting together a, let's just say you're putting together a kid's playhouse. So the project is a kid's playhouse. And maybe you scheduled out to nail a bunch of things in the, in the playhouse, but you found out you didn't have enough nails. Well, instead you could paint, right? So a project, blocking out project time instead of a task time can help you feel productive through that, specifically with ongoing projects or things like my podcast that's continuous is blocking that out is really important. Other things that are specific tasks, things like you need to go to the grocery store. It's not like you can change that out. Like, oh, uh, this grocery store is closed. Just go to a different grocery store. That works out. But projects that are continuing, 
scheduling out as a, a theme based instead of a task based really helps um, helps you with your priorities and helps you when you're thrown off. Because a lot of times with projects, you're thrown off, like something's going slow with the project or too fast and you have to adjust. So blocking out project time instead of task time is a great way to manage that and to get through. And that's helped me so much. Same thing with my homework that I did when I was in that situation of going to multiple schools and working, I'd block out time for my homework. And a lot of times I noticed myself getting frustrated if I blocked out time for, okay, this is my writing time for this specific class. And then the class assignment changed and I had to wait a day and I'm like, wait a minute. Ah, this is my time to work on that class. So instead, if I blocked out homework time and then when I approached that time, it was like, okay, what's the most important homework to do now? And I could jump between the two schools, figuring out what was the most time. So being project oriented instead of task oriented on prioritizing your time with bigger projects is a very successful tool that you can use and helps you get out of that time trap. So putting the first things first, really helps. And you'll notice as you have a plan, then you have other hours to create and play with and do things, find leisure time. And it helps you have the sand come in place. You do have enough time. You have enough time to get your things done and have fun. There is enough time. And a lot of times it's our mindset that changes that. So I truly believe in this put first things first method and would encourage you to really you go Google it, actually. If you do Stephen Covey, put first things first, you'll find it on YouTube, the, the example of, of sand and rocks and him putting it in and out. And you can visually see that. Or you can try it at home. It's a great visual. Um, I just believe that we can be better with our time and we can think better about our time. And as we do that, you feel more fulfilled. So when I was in this situation of schools and work, when I prioritized, I felt so much better. Um, I put my my list of one through 25, my tasks, and then I worked on my top five. At the end of the day, I think it's also really important. Sure, we all have lists that aren't done. And um, we don't want to live list by list. We want to be living, we want to be living human beings, right? And we're not a to-do list. We want to be an agent who can act for themselves and things for themselves. It's so much more important that we're thinking, acting, and creating than it is that we're getting things done on a to-do list. So I'm always constantly trying to break out of this idea of being a to-do list. I'm instead of being a to, instead of being a to-do list, I am being a human being. Two very different things. Um, so with to-do list, I think the best thing that's helped me with that is I have my priorities. I I do do a to-do list in the morning because it helps me understand my priorities and my first things first and owning those is great. And then at the end of the day, I just embrace what I did. Um, instead of focusing on what I didn't get to, I focus on what I did because too often it's so easy for me to come home and being like, ah, I just don't feel like I did very much today. And yet at work, I was like working double speed on every single project all day long. It's not like I could have done anything more. It's just a certain project took more time. And instead of focusing on what I didn't get to, I think it's really, really helpful to focus on what you did. And that also helps you into the abundance mindset. And if you're struggling that with that, take out a list each night and write out a list of things that you did do. And they don't have to be big. It can be like, I put my dishes in the dishwasher today. Yay, like that's a big deal. Or I actually got up and exercised. That's a big deal. Or it can be a project. Um, and if it's a big project, then break it down into the micro things you did. Like, okay, I worked on this project and I did da-da-da-da-da. Da, 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 and da, 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 da. focusing on what we did do changes our mindsets from an to endless to-do list of things 
that are constantly grabbing for our attention to a state of gratitude of how we are creating and developing and growing as human beings. It is powerful. Um, And I think both you and I want that, right? We don't want to be an endless to-do list. We want to be a person and we want to make connections and we want to grow and we want to learn. And focusing on what we did do helps us feel satisfied and helps us get to that point of of gratitude. Um, I think we're pretty amazing as human beings. Like our bodies, our minds, the fact that we are capable of having energy to go about our day and work and play and create. Um, I, I believe that we are all capable of being creative and that's part of being a human being. We've done an episode with Austin Blake about creativity. I'd encourage you to go back and listen to that. It really changed my mindset. But whether or not you think you are, I think we are all so creative. And actually managing your time is a way to create. You are creating. You have an unorganized mess of time and you are creating a schedule that is being creative. A lot of times I don't think we attribute organization or math and sciences and things like that to creativity, but what else could it be? Taking anything disorganized and organizing it, solving a math problem is creativity. Organizing your day is creativity. Time management is creativity. And the more we can create as human beings, I believe the more fulfilled we feel. We are meant to create, not to do a list. We are meant to create our lives. We are the creators of what we do every day. Like I said earlier in this podcast, all of us have the gift of time. No one can take that from you. You are given 24 hours every single day and you create what you do with it. So be the CEO of that time. Create it, manage it, love it, cherish it, be grateful for it, and you will feel more fulfilled. And that's happened in my life. And it's something I'm always working on. It's not like this is perfect every day and you're not supposed to be perfect by it tomorrow. But start, start by finding those priorities, those big rails. Start by being grateful, trying to switch into that abundance mindset. I hope we've talked a little bit today about how to get you out of the time trap. This is something that we all feel we are all facing. It is something that's like an epidemic that's happening here specifically in society. And one more little thing I want to mention too, um, and something that's, I'm, I'm reading another book right now that I love. It's about the power of fun. It's by the author of How to Break Up with Your Smartphone. Um, really powerful. It's about psychology and um, our minds and, and kind of taking back your time in certain ways. Um, she mentions in there, our smartphones, of how they've taken away our creativity and we're losing a lot of time to that. And I would encourage you just to look at your screen time and set goals for yourself to either change or something. Because I think this is also a big black hole in our time with time management. Um, too often you we open up social media apps and you're like, an hour went away. Um, and part of that's the way app designers design the app. They're meant to kind of have you mindlessly keep scrolling. But if you could change that to be actively scrolling and choosing to be on a social media or choosing to do certain things with your phone instead of being a passive agent to it, that will help you gain back your time. So sure, if you want to do social media, choose the time to do that, block it out, then get off when you're done. Don't let it tell you how much time to be on there. You tell it. Be the CEO of your life and your time and don't let it passively go by. That's not going to be perfect by day two. It's not going to be perfect in a month. But if we're actively trying to actively choose what we're doing with our time, 
wow, you feel so much more fulfilled and time isn't escaping from you. You can just embrace what you're doing and love it. So you can do this. Get out of the time trap. And it's a journey that we're all going to do together. Help your family, help your neighbors, share this podcast episode with others so you can have an action partner that you can check in with and be like, hey, we're getting out of the time track together. Did you write down your priorities? What are you grateful for today? What did you do that you're so thrilled that you did? Instead of what didn't you get done, what did you do, right? How can we change from being a to-do list to a creator of time? And as you do that, you're going to feel great. And I want to hear from you how this mindset change has changed you. So you can always DM me on my Instagram. That's kind of my, my main social media platform, which is Katie underscore pal, or you can find me on my website, uh, which is in that link to, um, to my, um, my Instagram, or you can do the full confidence ahead at gmail.com. Any of those places are great ways to reach out to me and tell me like, Hey, Katie Ann. Yeah, I tried that. And this was kind of cool. I'm, I'm still working on the time trap, but I learned this. I would love to hear what you're learning as we're going through this process because you and I, we're going through it together. So thanks for joining me today. And until next week, Tuesday morning, when we have our next podcast. I think a lot of times the feeling of fear comes from a lack of control in our lives. And our sponsor, PowerPay, is offering a money master course that's normally $40 for free to all Full Confidence Ahead podcast listeners so you can take control of your finances this year. The course is video-based and gives you real-life money smarts. So to claim your course, go to extensioncourses.usu.edu slash Pal, which is K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N-P-O-W-E-L-L, and it'll automatically add the money master course to your cart and you just click checkout and you'll get it for free. You can also access your course by going to extensioncourses.usu.edu and finding the money master course under the finance category, then using the code KATIEANN, K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N with no spaces to claim your $40 discount and free course at checkout. So let's master our money together. Thanks for listening in on the Full Confidence Ahead podcast. Weekly on Tuesdays, we'll continue our journey of confidence together through new interviews and insights. Make sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on the latest conversations and confidence boosts. And by the way, you got this because you deserve to live life full confidence ahead. See you next week.